0: Hi guys, this is Siskai. Stuff you need to know about anything and everything. I'm your host Gary Mungins and we'll be covering all sorts of subjects. Anything goes. Hope you enjoy. Hey guys, it's Gaz again from Stuff You Need to Know About Everything and Anything. Um, today um, we just want to have a do a quick episode. Um, it's going to be on the back of obviously what's going on currently with the coronavirus COVID-19 i'm not going to try and make it you know heavy in any way hopefully it's a bit of something for us to think about um basically this one's about global problems need global solutions so a while back you know people were thinking you know it's not achievable things it's years off it's never going to get that way but the world's getting smaller and smaller. Let's not kid ourselves. And maybe it needed something to tip it over the edge to make us realise that we can globally all together do things. Um, so it's an interesting concept to me. It's always saw something that's been at the back of my mind. And I've always thought it's achievable. I mean, I'm, for want of a word, I'm a Star Trek fan. So I'm sure you can appreciate when you see these, you know, see Star Trek series and you know everybody doesn't need money global solutions are all dealt with you know the world's one big happy place and obviously the universe if you want to call it the galaxy if you want to call it that anyway besides the point um, the only reason I think global solutions to things have always been made out that they're not achievable is because people obviously can't agree people are very territorial and I've always said that at some point in human, uh, in the human history of things, if you want to call it that, or the human development, future, whatever, we've come to that point now where science has answered a lot of things. We've also come to that point where um, science has explained a lot of things. It tells us who we are, where we are in the universe. People still need faith we're not going to get into that subject it's not too of a heavy thing but we can control well we are in effect masters of our own universe now in certain ways with science, technology and it's not such a far fetched thing to realise now that this is teaching us that we are pretty much all related you know we're all coming from the same place, even though we've had segregation and you know, r- pushing people apart over the decade, not just decades, but hundreds of thousands of years, same world, you know, people are different, it's just different ways of thinking that separated us apart and everybody has that right, everybody has a way of different way of thinking about things, however what we should be doing is celebrating those differences and also celebrating our common Um, commonalities with each other and seeing that we can take the best of things. Funny enough, the great Bruce Lee, you know, took a martial art, took all the bad things, took them out of it and put all the good things together. Conglomerated things. It's not such a bad idea. So looking at this now, my point being, we've got more in common now than people ever realised. And the thing that's brought us together, and I know people are going to say, well, it's a, you know, it's a bad thing that this this virus has affected us all, but it's shown that we all have one thing in common. And I've always said, you know, if there's been a natural disaster, a volcano, uh, I don't know, a, a meteorite, uh, God knows, uh, aliens come down, we're all going to be in the same boat. Um, and that's kind of taught us that lesson very, very quickly in a short amount of time. So it's not such a far-fetched thing to think, you know, global problems need global solutions. I was listening to uh, an article the other day, I think it was on TED Talks, might be, I'm not too sure. Um, however, very clever person, I'll have to dig out her name, I can't remember now, but she was basically saying that these times need global solutions. Now, would it be as far-fetched to think that a global health system would be of benefit to us? Would a global benefit system be of benefit to us? Yes, just like everybody, and you know everything, every different country, I should say, um, people are always going to take advantage of that system. However, it's not such a far-fetched idea. Based on what we know now, would it be a good thing? Now, my take on this is: if we had a global health system then things would be more available, more readily available when these kind of outbreaks happen. Because we are now under no illusion that and it would probably happen this way, businesses, governments now are really going to have to consider to put these things in place. We need contingency plans. It's never been really taken seriously before. Maybe now it's time to do that. It's going to have to. Things have fundamentally changed. The way people think about the global system of health, global system of benefits, all sorts of things it's going to fundamentally change the way that we live and the way that we function Um, it's a biggie I mean I'll be honest my take on it yes I do think there is because then we could then help people that's potentially you know not going to get that help. We're not separated by boundaries. We're not separated by rules, regulations. Whenever a disaster happens, what's the first thing that all these, every country does? They all rally together to try and help each other. Now, at our worst, we are also at our best. Clearly, and this is the situation. Now, I'm seeing a lot of good things happening by people coming together. So it's not that impossible, is it? When you really, really deep down think about this, it's not that impossible. We've managed to do this in a short amount of time. It shows what we really are capable of doing as human beings. It shows our capacity to be human beings once again. And there's a, a great uh, line that I heard. Uh, I was watching a, a news, short newsreel about a young gentleman, a young, uh, gentleman, or young guy, if you want to call them that, come home from Greece. I've seen this kind of thing before. I think they do it in the Netherlands or something where, uh, it might be Holland, where students stay in with older people in the way of they live with them and help them out. Um, And obviously, you know, students suffer from loneliness. You know, they've never been in this country, you know, in a country before, I should say. They're away from home. And they obviously help older people that don't have anyone there. They're vulnerable. And it works. And they're teaching both each other things. And, you know, it's a great idea. And... The the young guy said, which was a lesson to myself and to everybody. um You know, in order to it, to believe there's good in the world, you need to be the good in the world. Now again, it isn't that impossible. Why should it be that impossible? Let's really think deep down about this, which is something that's always been at my heart. It's always bothered me since I've been a kid that I don't understand why people, why we can't change things. Maybe we're too complex. It's not the situation that's complex. Maybe we're too complex to try and change things because we're being so territorial. Maybe it's an, a natural thing. Maybe, well, not just natural, but it's a an emotional response, a knee-jerk response that is built in within us. Like, we're hardwired to do these things. And maybe now that's time to look back and reflect like a big mirror for us all as a human race to look at that and go, actually, what are we doing? Just stop and look at ourselves and really consider how we are being. Let's just, this is, to me, this virus is like a big mirror now. It's a big lens. And it's pointing out the inconsistencies. It's pointing out the bad behaviours. It's pointing out... The worst in us. And if it's doing that, just like we have, you know, self-help and motivation for people individually that see the worst in themselves and are able to change, able to really look at themselves and go, you know what? I'm not benefiting from this. I'm not getting anything from it. This does not make my life any better. Then maybe as a collective. We really need to be looking through that lens or look at that mirror and say to ourselves what are we really doing to each other that's the big question what are we doing to each other now and let's put it right uh, funny enough one of my friends i had this conversation with great friend of mine um he has a podcast as well simon uh Frey, and he does a lot of stuff himself with one of his friends also, one he used to be a guitarist in my band, but he pointed something out to me today and it was something that we were chatting about and um, he was saying about his one of his grandparents and he said, always make sure you can look after yourself. No one can take the skin off your back, but they can take your money. Now, it kind of, yeah, I get it. And that is a, a way of thinking in that type of world. But surely we've moved on a little bit now. We understand more about science, technology, the way things are, if you want to call it that. Interesting times. Interesting times. So, kind of moving forward from this, again, the title of the the podcast, Global Problems Need Global Solutions. Are we really that terrified of now reaching out to each other? communicating with each other because what it's taught me bottom line we're not really all that bad are we when we're at our worst we're at our best and even people now realise by actually communicating with each other by talking by not distancing ourselves even though we're being physically distanced that we need that that connection we need that communication so fundamentally we're always going to be like that we're always going to be we need that human connection and when it's taken away from us when it's being restricted it shows how deep down how uh, for want of a word similar we really are on the, the basic human premise of connection simple and we are all connected we are all connected, and let's go right back into the science of this, because I like to do it. And I don't care when people say, you know, and we're probably going a bit deep here, uh, I'm English, I'm British, or I'm Irish, or I'm Scottish, or I'm, I, I'm Italian, or I'm Spanish, you name it, whatever. Nobody chooses to be born in those countries. Nobody chooses to be in the skin they're in, okay? Now, let's not kid ourselves, genetically, if you traced back, even if you look like you, you the Anglo-White Saxon or Black, British, Black, white, white, Italian, Asian, whatever you want to call it, I don't care. Fundamentally, scientifically proven that your genes trace back thousands of years. Now, you're not going to like it, some people, but it's fact. And it'd be interesting to see if some, I don't know, some white... Uh, fundamentalists who thinks you know I hate uh, all sorts of races and you check their DNA you probably find they've probably got a mix of all sorts of races in there even going back as far as probably having a a black great grandfather who knows but fundamentally that tree that family tree goes further further back and if you want to go even further back than that and you really want to get into the nitty gritty and you go way way back we all came from the same animal As in apes coming out of a tree. Then we go back to lemurs, I don't know, whatever, how far back it goes. Obviously, someone will correct me on it and scientifically prove it for me. I don't know, whichever. But we're going right back to fish, the simple cell, your simple DNA, your RNA, break it all down, all the way back to mutation of that, all the way further back than that, all made from the same material, all made of stardust. And that simple material was all coalesced from if you wanna call it, that's what they're calling the Big Bang. Um it was all literally created from background radiation. From um elements that have got, you know, torn apart in the Big Bang that heavy elements, the what you know, minerals, vitamins uh warts, you know. All sorts of chemicals, hydrogen, oxygen, all back to the basic molecules. All these elements separated right back to the beginning and you're made of all these elements. That's how simple this is. But yet we choose to make this complex from our own issues. I might be going a little bit offbeat, but my point when I'm getting to this, um, take your time to listen to Carl Sagan's A Pale Blue Dot. It will explain a lot to you. And in one of his lines, he says, everything you know, everything that ever was, your brothers, your sisters, your mothers, your fathers, everyone that's famous, every dictator, every government official, every animal, anything, everything, every film star, everything you ever know or have ever known is all on this tiny blue planet. On this pale blue dot. Hanging out in the middle of space. And trust me. We are not the centre of the universe. By any means whatsoever. And people think that we are. We're not. There's billions of planets out there. As we're now discovering. Earth-like planets. It's a vast, vast universe. We've not even been here. Half a second on the scale. Of the cosmos. So realistically. Again from that point. We aren't that far apart from each other. We really, really need to start looking in that mirror and realising how closely related that we are. We may have different opinions. We may have different views. But realistically, is it worth killing for? Is it worth fighting over? Is it worth being territorial about our main problem? And let's, have, let's put it right. Let's just say, for example... Uh, you know, you're in a spaceship, you're zooming along, you're there with your pals, you know, you're looking for somewhere interesting to look at, and hey ho, up pops the earth, let's go and have a visit. Could you honestly say, with what is going on, what has gone on, and if you found all our history and looked at everything, how we've been with our own kind, with the only, with the only, bear in mind, where they are the only animal that kills other animals and ourselves just for the pure hell of it at least animals are you know are killing for survival we say that we're killing for survival but we're not we, we can do it for fun we can procreate for, for our own you know we have control over procreation but if you were on that ship and you were zooming along and you came this pl- across this planet would you honestly stop and think oh I'll go and have a visit I certainly wouldn't, not right now especially with the way that human beings are so territorial it wouldn't be a nice place to go So you'd give that planet a skip. So that might be one reason why these guys don't come down and pay us a visit. If we live by this, you know, be good to people, be nice. And to me, it's uh, a no brainer. And I heard a great saying once, in order to gain more power, you have to give your power away. Is it such a bad thing to do that? Is it such a bad thing to help other people? People are learning. And then, funny enough, one of my friends again, and I I put a a message on uh, Facebook and I'd said, you know, if you are, like I said earlier, if you want to, if you believe there's good in the world, uh, if you want to believe there's good in the world, then you have to be the good in the world. And you know what? I'm glad in a way, because he told me the story. He said, you know, it really motivated me. With everything like that's going on, I basically, you know, just, helped out other people so I went and knocked on the door see so these old people need anything while I was going to get stuff you know and it, we've got that power that's my point we've got that power to do these things we really really have we're so focused on thinking governments are going to give us stuff now right now I really hope in the UK that you know we're giving ourselves to companies we're giving our time we're giving our time for them to pay us well, unfortunately not the best to pay in some places but Um, We're giving our lives, you know, giving our lives equally for the payment of our, you know, of that for time. Um, And we've, you know, some do a lot, a lot more and above and beyond what they should do. But if that is the case and we need help, then they need to step up and help us. The government needs to step up and help people. That's how I take this. And if they're not capable of doing that, then let that be your on your own back, because if that does not happen, there will be a shift in paradigm. There will be a shift in how people think about governmental structure in the future. Now, people are so reliant that, you know, government, 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 but we're capable of doing things more than capable of doing it we've proved it to ourselves in the last few weeks we're capable of doing great things if we really want but if we do it for others benefit it pulls those people up they were down and behind and helps them to me it should be the people who have things the people who are up on top should help the ones below Um, i know it's a bit of a utopian idea it would really benefit us as a society us as a nation, us as a global nation now to really move forward so topping it off I really do think we need a big big mirror right now and I think as much as people think you know this virus is a bad thing, it is it's a terrible terrible um, shifting paradigm for all you know and and a, a terrible terrible disease on everybody people have lost lives these people that have lost lives they have names you know let's not forget that just like any other you know pandemics and bad times and you know things that uh, happen you know i don't know you know disasters tragedies nobody wants their loved ones to die you know um however on the flip side There's always, you can always make a positive from a negative. And I honestly think and I believe right now that we can make a positive from this. There is that capacity. We can really, really look at ourselves and see, are we helping each other? Are we really, really doing enough? Because I think we can do more because we've already proved it to ourselves. So just my thoughts. Again, you're more than welcome to comment. If you think I'm wrong, I'm wrong if you think I'm right I'm right whichever it is it's just thoughts don't take it to heart but if we don't have these thoughts like the great monkey once said in the the TV program years ago with our our thoughts we shape the world so I think it's something that we can all think about and think of it in that way as that mirror so with our thoughts we shape the world and we can shape that world as we want it we don't have to just be as it is we can really put an effort in and do better for ourselves. So I'll leave you with that thought. Um, again, hopefully I'll do some more podcasts soon. Hopefully I'll get some way of, you know, people giving feedback or whichever it's got to be. Until then, as the famous, and I always like to do my famous little uh, outtakes from people off TV programmes, things like that. And one of them is Hill Street Blues, which is a fantastic programme. used to love it. Um, probably a lot of you out there probably remember it and he used to be a captain on there. And at the end of every talk that he used to do um, to all the coppers and the Hill Street Blues, he used to say, okay, everybody get out there and uh, hey, let's be careful out there. So with that message, be good to each other, okay? And I'll see you in the next one. Take care, everyone.